Are you ready to own your dream home? Then look no further. Welcome to The Home Show, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. From partnering with the right lender to finding the perfect realtor who truly understands your needs, we've got you covered. Just search for The Home Show on your favorite podcast hosts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Don't miss out on this transformative journey. Tune in now and let's make your dream home a reality together. We're waiting for you. On this week's episode of The Home Show, I'm flying solo. My partner, the young CEO, is out on assignment. But don't fret, we have a action-packed episode for you again this week. We're going to be talking about three things that you really need to know if you are a first-time home buyer or someone who has not purchased a home in a while. These three things will help you determine what monies you should have and how you need to go about checking your numbers. Let's get into it. We're going to be covering three things, payment shock, residual income, and maintenance. If you do this right up front, you'll have an excellent experience when it comes to owning your home. The concept of payment shock is this. Anytime your payment increases more than 50% of where you currently are, that's a red flag. But anything that's zero to 50% increase of where you are, you should be able to absorb and handle that. We have a, a payment of $1,500 a month. You're paying rent. So 50% of that would equal 750 bucks, okay? So what we're saying is you should be able to comfortably afford a house payment that is $2,250. That's the concept. Now, not saying that you can't exceed the 50%, but you really need to beware and understand the rest of your numbers if you're going to do so, because FHA and other entities that insure these loans They've looked at millions and millions of loans and they found that these percentages are fairly safe bets, okay? From a 10,000 foot view, it's good for you to know how far you should be able to go comfortably and get into a new home. Now, let's think about this logically. The second thing that you should be cognizant of is something that we call residual income, okay? What is residual income? Your gross income minus your federal and state, if that's applicable to you, taxes, your social security or your Medicaid, Medicare, where do you find this information? It's on your pay stub, your itemized or your detailed pay stub that shows you all of the deductions, okay? But your gross minus these things, okay? Minus your current liabilities. I'll just put LAB or we'll call it bills. Now, where you can get these bills or current liabilities, you can go to your bank statement. I think that's a great place to look. You could go back over three months and see what your monthly bills currently are that you're gonna have on a monthly basis, the things that are gonna show up on your credit report, revolving lines of credit, loans that you might have, student loans, okay, that's very important. Anything that you have going out on a recurring basis. Also, you guys may have some undisclosed liabilities that you may not know that are that that are undisclosed things that 
uh, fall under the buy now, pay later type accounts. But the goal of this exercise is you want to get all of those minimum monthly payments. Okay. Now we're going to figure out what your residual income is going to be. So we're going to take the gross, subtract the taxes, your current bills here and the proposed house payment. And this is including principal interest, taxes, and insurance in the South. I'll use the South as an example. If you are a single person and it's just yourself, you should have this amount of money left over. That is a great example of how much money you need to left over. And this is what's called the residual income calculation. This calculation, in my professional opinion, is why VA loans are so successful. Okay. Barring any anomalies with humans, because life happens and things happen. But for the most part, VA loans perform very well, uh, even with having financed 100% of the purchase price. Okay. And the reason why is we make sure that the buyer has money left over after having closed on the home, i.e. the residual income. If you have two people in the household, $738. This is for folks in the South, because depending on where you are in the country, prices can be higher or lower. But if you have three people in the house, $889. Fam Attention Texas home buyers. Did you know that the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, also known as T-Shack, has several down payment assistance options available to you? These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible, and yet they are often underutilized. You don't even have to be a first time home buyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of home ownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. Are you tired of renting? Are you in need of more space? Are you ready to build a foundation for you and your family's legacy? Take the first step and schedule a home loan consultation today. We will discuss your home ownership goals and prepare a plan of action for you to start laying that foundation today. Family of four, thousand thirty-eight. Family of five, thousand thirty-nine. Up to, okay, we'll say up to two additional people, or or a total of seven, of seven people in a household. But after we get five, number six, we need to add eighty dollars per, and then number seven, we would add an additional eighty dollars. This is a good example of what you could look at before you reach out to have a consultation, to speak with somebody like myself or the lender that you know, like, and trust to give you a good idea if you are ready to move forward. Okay. So just to recap, the first thing was payment shop. You should comfortably be able to make a mortgage payment there. That's the first check. Second check, I want to look at my own residual income based upon the calculation that Robert is telling us. Okay. And then lastly, the last thing we want to look at is the maintenance. So let's say maintenance, M-A-I-N-T-E-N-A-N. -N. 
CE, the maintenance. This is tried and true. How do I determine how much money I should be putting up for maintenance? And it's simply this, the equation is this, 14 cents per or times, let's say times, the square footage, the total square footage of the home. Now, each county, parish, township nowadays has an online portal as far as the taxes are concerned. This is old Travis County, the capital of Texas, the great state of Texas. Go to property search. And then here we're going to hit property search. And then you want to search for the address. Okay. So the house that we just looked at here, what you would do is type in legend, L-E-N-D. No, it's L-E-G-E-N-D, Milton. All right. And some of these portals will allow you to put a physical address if you know it. Some of them is going to have you just put the, uh, the street name. And then over here to the right, you can see we can search for 2023, 2022. As you can see, these are all of the homes on Legend Milton. Here's the point. Let's say that the home address that we were looking for is 1113 Legend Milton Lane. Okay. And so you would click on the property ID and what you're looking for is the square footage. So typically that's going to be under the improvement section. And as you can see here at the very top, it says improvements is one family dwelling. Uh, gives you the improved value based upon the tax appraisal district. And the main area is 1866 square feet. This looks like a two-store, but the gross building area is 4261, right? So this house is 4,261 square feet. And you will multiply that by 0.14. So you would have to have or be comfortable with putting 500 $96, let's just call it $600 a month to the side in your budget for maintenance when life happens, okay? Not if life happens, but when life happens. So if you plan for these things, take the total square footage of your home, multiply it times 14 cents, and if you're comfortable with putting those monies to the side, you should never, let me not speak in absolutes, but you should never have to worry about when things have to be replaced because see you're accounting for it up front and this is how home ownership really is done and this is why we like to do these types of videos to empower you so if you implement those three things understand what your payment shock is for the new home payment that you should go into number two figure out how much money you need to have left over after all the bills are paid the residual income based upon your family size okay and then the third thing Know how much money you need to allocate on a monthly basis for maintenance for when things go wrong, okay? Because nothing lasts forever. These are mechanical things. And when they go wrong, if you have the money set aside, it's a blessing. So there you have it. Those are the three things, short, sweet, and to the point. For more great information on how you should go about becoming a homeowner, check out this playlist right here. My time is up, but I thank you for yours. As I always say, guys, let's be good to one another. Let us let grace abound. And until the next time, peace.